Vox Quick Hits. Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome back to What to Watch. I'm Alyssa Wilkinson. I'm Vox's film critic. And I'm Emily Vanderwerf. I am Vox's critic at large. And this week, we are both super excited because there is a new addition to the Fast and Furious franchise. All right, Dom. What's next? No matter how fast you are. I am not too big compared to you. No one outruns their past. I am more easy. You trying your best to become me. And mine just caught up to me. All right. So, Emily, I have only seen the first Fast and Furious movie and this Fast and Furious movie, which is titled F9. So I know that you're kind of an expert on the series. How would you describe it to people? Well, this is going to be way too nerdy for most people, but I often describe it as a tabletop role-playing game <laughs> campaign that has gotten way out of control. <laughs> this franchise started in 2001 with a fairly straightforward, small-scale movie about an undercover cop like infiltrating a ring of drag racers to try and like mm-hmm. solve a crime. And now we are in a movie where people are trying to stop... <laughs> An evil man who turns out to be Vin Diesel's brother from taking over the satellites of the world so that he can become like the most powerful person alive. Mm -hmm. Like that is the scale we're at. And the thing about Fast 9 is the stakes are actually a little bit decreased from Fast 8. So (laughs) that is what we're talking about here. Um, It's really difficult to do a quick overview of the whole series so far, but I will tell you just kind of what you need to know to go into this movie. The first is that the core of this movie is the relationship between Dominic Toretto, played by Vin Diesel, and Letty, played by Michelle Rodriguez. They are kind of an on-again, off-again thing. Throughout this series, there have been all permutations of both of these characters. Letty was briefly dead. Then she was back alive and possibly evil. They've both been possibly evil. They have broken up. They've gotten back together. They've broken up. They've gotten back together. And since the uh, untimely death of Paul Walker in 2014, who used to kind of be the other lead of this series, it has really become the Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez show. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's one reason this franchise is so popular. It is just sort of casually diverse in a lot of ways. Like your two leads are two people of color. Mm -hmm. Vin Diesel has never actually said what his ethnicity is, but the quote he gives is, I'm definitely a person of color. (laughs) So we'll take his word for it. Um, And Michelle Rodriguez, of course, is a wonderful Latina actress. Uh, But the other thing that you need to know about this franchise is that it always involves cars. And the solution to every problem is more cars. And, like, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. One thing that's really fascinating about the Fast and the Furious franchise is that it kind of pioneered the cinematic universe in a lot of ways. Mm. It didn't get there first. You know, I, I think that Marvel technically got there first. But in its fourth movie, Fast and Furious, it just started blending together characters from the first three movies in the franchise, which were all kind of different stories featuring different characters with very loose crossover among them. And then in Fast and Furious, it sort of became this big 
action epic. And that led into what is, if you're going to watch one movie in this franchise, Fast Five is the best and also kind of the one movie that works as a top to bottom movie. Mm -hmm. It is a heist movie set in Brazil where they have to steal this safe and the concluding action sequence is just one of the great action sequences of the the 2010s. Um, This movie, Fast Nine, is directed by Justin Lin, who directed Fast Three through Fast Six, and he's kind of like the linchpin that makes this series work at its best. He is really, really good at action filmmaking, but he's also really good at the smaller character moments. Because if I can say one last thing about what you need to know about this franchise, it's that the action stuff is undergirded with basically like really interesting and sweet character dynamics. Like they're not particularly complex, but there's a little runner in this movie in which one of the characters, Roman, who's kind of the comic relief of this franchise and is played by Tyrese, uh, he becomes convinced that he is invincible, much <laughs> to the chagrin of his good friend Tej, who's played by Ludacris. And there's kind of this joking runner where the two of them argue about whether they are in fact invincible because they live in a franchise where they have faced off against like submarines and somehow survived to tell the tale. <laughs> so that is one of the other things you really need to know is that there is this element of almost a TV drama soap opera quality where the characters keep having adventures and their relationships grow over time. So I went into this movie having only seen the first one and I've seen, you know, snippets and trailers for all of them for what feels like my entire adult life. Um, And I had, I wouldn't say I had no trouble following who these characters were, but it felt almost irrelevant, right? They're like friends, they're funny, they, you know, some of them (laughs) love each other, some of them are related to one another. Um, And after I left the movie, I was talking to other friends who had seen the whole series, and some of them were still trying to figure out what some of the relationships were because they were like, well, we didn't even know this person existed, or like, I thought that person died, and this happens throughout the series. So I can definitely attest that that this movie, F9, um, is perfectly watchable if all you know is that this is like a Vroom Vroom Fast Cars series. I I will say that, like, as a diehard fan of this franchise, there were moments in Fast 9 where they treated this like a big reveal. And I was like, am I supposed to know who that is? One of them is just that I do not know. I can never remember what the actor Lucas Black looks like, who plays a somewhat significant role in this franchise. But also there's a moment where, like, Cardi B shows up and the movie treats it as, like, a big deal. I was like, Cardi B was in the earlier movies? She was not, reader. She was not. (laughs) So if you're a little confused coming out of it, that's fine. That's part of the fun. Um, So when we talk about this movie, you know, without giving anything away, obviously, what would you say are like some of the joys of watching this movie? This movie, I think, is really a testament to Justin Lin's skill as an action director. Um, As I said, some of the character turns and character beats don't make a lot of sense. Some of them very much do. And there is a really like interesting thing through line about brotherhood between Vin Diesel's character Dom and John Cena's character Jacob 
They are long lost brothers. Again, this is a very soap opera franchise and they sort of have this like big face off. Have you ever seen that video about the succession theme song where like the (laughs) lyrics are who wants to win a kiss from daddy? That's like Mm -hmm. the serious plot of this movie is that Mm -hmm. uh, Jacob and Dom both wish they could have gotten a kiss from daddy, Uh, (laughs) but he died. Uh, And anyway, the first two thirds of this movie are fun and interesting and like there's good stuff in there, but they're kind of messy. But then the last third of this movie just abruptly becomes like one of the great action films of the last however many years. Just incredible. Like I thought a lot about the film Mission Impossible Fallout in this. Me too. And Mission Impossible Fallout is a better movie all around than this, but they both have comparably exciting third acts. Mm -hmm. And like one of the neat things about what Justin Lin does is that he is so smart at blending like the personal stakes, like basically the fist fight between two guys on top of a truck with like, oh, we have to stop this program from uploading to this satellite and we might have to do that like in orbit. Like he's really good at blending all of that together and making it feel of a piece, which makes the sequence feel more exciting. Yeah. All right. So if you were going to see this movie, should you watch the other movies before this one? Uh, If so, should you watch all of them or which one should you watch? What would you recommend? I don't know. Like, I think there is a lot of fun to be had in watching all of these movies in a compressed time frame. When I first became a fan of this franchise, I watched the first seven in like a week. And that really just like got me into a place where I was like, yeah, fast and furious. But I do think there's also an argument for like just going in blind and just watching Fast 9. I think honestly, one of the appeals of this franchise is that it kind of works either way. That said, if you're only going to watch a couple, I would suggest watching Fast 5, Fast 7, and then maybe Fast 1. I don't, Fast 1 is not my favorite, but it is worth seeing like how small scale this franchise started out before it just started ramping up to be as big and as loud and as obnoxious as it becomes. But yeah, if you just want to watch a handful of movies, I would say Fast Five, Fast Six, Fast Seven are just like really fantastic action movies, especially if you're in that summer movie kind of mood. And I would also suggest people go read your explainer on Vox.com, which is full of uh, information and also GIFs, as I recall. GIFs, that's what we say here on What to Watch, and you can get used to it. (laughs) All right, Emily, so if I want to watch F9, where am I going to do this and what is the time commitment. It is currently only in theaters. So if you have a little trepidation about going back to theaters, that there's a car <laughs> going by my house. <laughs> Appropriately. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this movie is currently only in theaters. So if you have a little bit of trepidation about going back to theaters and you are a Fast and Furious fan, I do apologize to you for that. Um, that said, it is about two and a half hours long. And I would say... If you are looking for just like a goofy, fun summer movie, this is kind of like the pinnacle of that form, at least for right now. I just had a blast watching this thing. Like I saw it in a big theater full of jaded film critics and we were laughing, we were cheering, we were just having a great time. And I think that that is the energy that Fast 9 will leave you with, which honestly, after this year, you might need. Well, I agree. The film critics in my screening were also hooting and hollering, which is exactly what we don't normally do at a movie screening. So (laughs) good stuff. Alyssa, what was the last movie you film critics hooted and hollered at this much? Uh, I'm willing to bet it was uh, 2019 Best Picture winner Parasite. Oh, yeah. I think you actually might be right there. (laughs) I'm kind of not kidding either. (laughs) 
Well, we hope you enjoy F9 if you go see it. If this isn't up your alley at all, but you want a recommendation for something else, um, we would love to talk to you about that too. You can contact our producer, Taylor Macon, with questions that you have, and we will answer them here. That's Taylor, like Swift, dot, Macon, May like the month, and like the soup, at voxmedia.com. Special thanks to Melissa Pones and Hemlock Creek Productions for engineering today's episode. We hope you have a great weekend and get to see some fast cars. Vroom.